Welcome to Podcast Abbreviated. If you're interested at all in sound and how much it affects us, this episode is going to blow you away. We've got an abbreviation of the audio branding podcast with special guest Steve Keller. Dr. Keller is a sonic strategy director for Studio Resonate that helps advertisers craft their audio brands on audio platforms like Pandora and SiriusXM. This abbreviation focuses on the incredible concept that sound can have its own archetype. Now, archetypes are like a theme that occurs over and over throughout history, but traditionally, we see archetypes play out in narratives, stories surrounding a hero, a lover, or a wise elder. However, it turns out the same concept applies to sound. If you ever thought about crafting your own audio brand or are curious about how audio taps into these deep psychological patterns, this episode is for you. We hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Podcast Abbreviated, where we break down the best podcasts into short episodes so you can discover new hosts and new podcasts and simply get to the best stuff faster. We work with our clients all the time in helping them harness the power of sound for their effective advertising to shape consumer perception and behavior and what are tools to make sound choices. So why are you choosing that voiceover? Why are you choosing that piece of music? And then how can we look at a return on our sonic investments and measure that? You're going to spend X amount for this license. Would you be better off creating an original piece of music? What's shared equity you're going to get there? So what I'm doing as a sonic strategist is really trying to move the conversation about sound from the last thing in the process, which it often is, to much earlier in the process and looking at its impact, not just in short-term sales activation, but over the long-term in building brand recognition and affinity and congruence and equity. And that leads to another area of emphasis, which is around archetypes. Uh, yes, I know that there are archetypes in story, but are there the same archetypes in sound? That's the question. Brands have embraced this archetypal thinking as a way to think about their brand identity. Are we a hero brand? Are we a lover brand? Are we a caregiver brand? So they're not unfamiliar with the idea of using archetypes as a way to tease out brand values, brand meaning, brand perception. And I started to think about this from a sonic perspective. We know that music has an impact on our emotions and our physiology. I wondered if music might actually have an impact on our perception of meaning and how we're interpreting a particular narrative. I know, for instance, that when I'm given a piece of music to speak to as a voice talent, it's a lot easier for me to figure out where I need to go as far as emotion is concerned. Sure, because you're drawing on the cues from that musical narrative. When we think about brands, you know, how are brands using music and sound to create a narrative that's congruent with whatever the archetypal perception is of the brand. We took a piece of advertising, a television commercial, and changed the piece of music underneath that commercial. And so one of the pieces drew from the research that this is more of a jester piece of music. Here's a piece that's more uh, hero. Here's a piece that's more lover. Here's a piece that's more rebel. 
And what we found was simply by changing the soundtrack, we could change where people were looking, what their focus was, their state of arousal, how hard their brain was working. And we found that archetypally congruent tracks tended to have the brain working less hard and was much more appealing. So again, we're moving beyond just emotion. And when brands understand they're not just telling an emotional story, but they're creating a narrative that is having an impact on how the consumer is interpreting the story. So it just gives more credence to the fact that we need to be much more intentional in our choices. So I'm curious now as to where you think this is all headed in the general sense of audio branding. I think the future goes back to this idea of just becoming more intentional with our choices around sound. Ultimately, where this is headed is, is for brands to understand first and foremost that sound moves us and there's a meaning that comes from those choices, but then also accepting the fact that there's a value perception gap that exists. Because even though we understand and believe the power of sound, we don't treat it as if it's all that important. Yeah, I have noticed that people pay a really large amount of attention to their visual brand. They'll be completely on point when it comes to every bit of anything visual that you see from them has a certain color and a certain way it's put together, but they don't pay attention to the audio version of that. So with a lot of our clients, I talk about the three pillars of return on sonic investment. And one is engagement. That's how we're used to using sound all the time. How are we capturing somebody's attention? How are we creating a, an emotional connection? The second pillar is identity. So not only can we influence behavior, we can influence perception. So how are we using sound to build into a long-term identity for the brand, to whatever the perception of the brand values and meaning and attributes are? And then the final pillar is management. So if we begin thinking about sound in terms of how are we managing the sonic system that we're building and how are we measuring equity there? And also realizing that very many of these audio assets that we create are quite literally intangible assets. And I'm talking about copyrights. And if brands begin to understand the value of a copyright, when they realize they have an intangible asset they can collateralize and that can generate revenue, there's another way they can see returns. And what's the cost, not simply for creating an asset, but for acquiring a copyright that over time, if it's managed correctly, will simply increase in value. So if brands are looking at identity, perception, equity, if they have KPIs and are measuring outcomes here, it will have a snowball effect all the way back to the point of asking questions about why are we choosing this piece of music? Why are we choosing this voiceover? And how is it going to impact behavior, perception, and brand equity. And that's, that's the ultimate frontier. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to podcastabbreviated.com and check out the video we made for this episode. And stay tuned next week where we have our very first 
guest, the host of the audio branding podcast, Jody Krangle, where we explore what she's learned over her 100 episodes on the power of sound. We'll see you then.